Welcome to The Blazes, episode 95. I'm your host, Alejandro Veda. Thank you for pushing play. This was another great week. Although I have been feeling under the weather over the weekend, I had to call in from work due to congestion and a slight cough. Uh, actually took a COVID test yesterday, hoping my results come back negative, but my allergies have been really acting up this last couple weeks. Uh, it always happens when it's about to rain, uh, start getting congested, uh, my throat starts kind of itching, um, and this is something that I really can't control with allergy medicine. You know, it gets really bad even when I take my allergy medicine, and I still can't really get rid of those symptoms, um, but hopefully, hopefully my results come back negative. You know, like I said, my allergies are always a mess this year uh, be, because, you know, I've been having some of the worst symptoms I've had in years. Uh, and I believe it's from the fires that were burning throughout California. You know, also wearing a mask eight hours a day at work. And also other weather conditions around town, you know. I have been a mess. Um, luckily, my wife and I have been quarantining since this whole pandemic started. You know, not being able to visit family, not being able to visit friends during the holidays, not doing much of anything but staying home. But then I come out and I find out that one of my co-workers was tested positive uh, for coronavirus at work, uh, was not notified, ended up uh, hearing it through uh, co-workers talking about it. And then uh, I started feeling this way. Um, but this was a couple weeks ago, um, but I actually barely found out last Friday, uh, when my symptoms started to grow. And then the way that I found out was, like I said, with people just talking about it, um, uh, but not once was I informed by, you know, management. So I had to call in this week with symptoms since last Friday. You know, and then I was barely able to get a COVID test Wednesday. Um, and now just hoping for neg negative results. You know, my wife has seen co-workers go down to the virus at her work. Um, it just feels like we're up against the wall right now. Trying to be proactive is definitely hard to do. You know, it's, it's easy to say that uh, staying at home quarantining washing your hands, doing all the right things could happen, but just by being around someone at work and uh, and knowing that they have it, you can contract it that way. Um, but I, I just don't feel like work is doing the same, you know, to make me feel secure at work. Um, there's customers that go inside the store with no masks, you know, there's barely any social distancing. Um, like I said, another co-worker had it. Uh, he was sick for the whole day. They let him stay basically the whole day. Didn't send him home. Um, and I just feel like, you know, they didn't, they're not doing enough to really protect, you know, the, the employees. Um, they didn't sanitize the store. Uh, when the last co-worker ended up getting, you know, co co uh, COVID, they ended up bombing the store with sanitizer. Um, 
but they didn't do it this time. And, you know, this is a big issue for me as, you know, the numbers of people are being infected are spiking at its all-time highs. People are dying right now at a, at a, a faster rate. Uh, and I made sure to talk to my boss about the matter and let him know that I felt unsafe at work. Um, and I didn't feel safe and, until I found out that my coworker uh, had COVID and I was not informed. You know, I was around that coworker for the whole day. I worked right next to him. He was, you know, around me. Um, I'm not too sure if I con contract contacted the, the virus. Uh, I've been really stuffy. I've been having a sore throat. Uh, had a had a little bit of cough, um, you know. It just felt like nor it feels like normal allergies, but at the same time, I have to be safe. You know, I have to I have to do what's right for uh, me, not only me, but also my coworkers at work. You know, and I just felt like my managers gave me the runaround uh, and how they're doing their best to comply with protocol. You know, and I'm not going to work if I have any doubt I may be sick or that anybody else is sick. Uh, that means if I have any symptoms, I am not going to work. Um, they ask you questions before every shift that, you know, how you're feeling if, and if you were uh, having any symptoms. And that's the only way they are monitoring, monitoring our health checks. Uh, they instead need to start taking temperatures, keeping track of people's whereabouts in case they may have came in contact with coronavirus. Uh, and I, I just got to say, being an essential worker has been tough. Uh, I just feel like this job is not worth my life or the quality of my life or the life of my family. But not on the not on the, but on the other hand, my wife and I have started painting this week, and I, I've already done a few pieces. Uh, the first the first piece I did I did uh, at Angel. And I, I, I will be, you know, taking pictures of these and, and, and posting them, uh, but I have not yet. Uh, my second was a, a Christmas decoration. And now I'm working on my third piece, which I have no idea, no idea where I'm going with. Uh, but painting has been a real stress reliever. Uh, it has been really therapeutic, especially during this time of uh, the pandemic. Uh, and, you know, both my wife and I really have fun uh, together, just getting lost in the colors, you know, the shapes and the patterns of, of your art. Uh, I, I find it that, uh, each stroke that I take, you know, it really just alleviates a lot of that stress that I have right now. Um, and once I'm done with my next piece, I will definitely have to post it to the Facebook fan page. So make sure you guys, you know, you're, you guys are staying active on there. You guys can post your music, post your pictures, post your art, or events that you might have. Uh, let everyone know what's going on, you know, in our community. But this week, I've also had time to listen to uh, some new music. And this week, I wanted uh, to review Kid Cudi. Uh, he just dropped his new project, uh, Man on the Moon Volume 3, The Chosen One. And Kid Cudi has been a household name since his debut single, Day and Night, which was released in 2008. And later, he released the first installment of Man on the Moon, The End of Days in 2009. Uh, the next installment, Man on the Moon Volume 2, The Legend of Mr. Uh, Ranger, was released in 2012. Uh, since then, he's been all-around artist, 
starting a rap uh, a rapid rock band called Wizard. He since formed a group with Kanye West called Kids See Ghosts, and he also released a single uh, with Eminem. Uh, he has been a role model to many of our newer artists and has uh, made his mark on me as well. Uh, my favorite songs off Man of the Moon, Volume 3, The Chosen One, are Tequila Shots, Another Day, She Knows This, Heaven on Earth, and Solo Dolo Part 3. This album has made its way in my playlist. Check out Kid Cudi's newest project, Man on the Moon, Volume 3, The Chosen One, and let me know what you've been listening to. Message the podcast. Let us know about any suggestions. Uh, but this week, we also had a lot of time to really check out some new shows. And this week uh, was the release of Season 4 of Big Mouth. Although very hilarious, I definitely didn't want to review that on this podcast. Unless you are fans of coming of age, uh, of uh, unless you are fans of coming of age sitcoms, I suggest you watch it at your own risk, though. But the show I wanted to review this week is called Somebody Free Feel, and if you're a fan of travel and food shows, this is what is for you. It is based around Phil Rosenthal, the writer of uh, Seinfeld. He travels around the world, showing us different countries and also the food we might find in the region. We started with the fourth season and ended ending up watching all four seasons. Um, my my favorite episode has to be uh, in the first series where he travels to New Orleans and also uh, Mexico City. The food that is seen eating in each episode makes your mouth your mouth water. There are also some other great episodes of places I hope to travel to, such as Venice, Thailand. Uh, and Phil just makes every episode special by inviting his famous friends, famous chefs, and celebrities. Uh, it's very easy to watch. Each episode is about 45 to 50 minutes, and each series has about five destinations. If you, if you are a fan of uh, food shows that travel to different countries and showcase their type of cooking, make sure you give this Netflix show a chance. Also, if you have any suggestions for the podcast, make sure you leave a message and let us know what you've been watching. Now for our local segment, I want to talk about how Fresno High is getting rid of uh, the school logo. Fresno uh, High School District voted to change uh, the logo of the Fresno High School mascot. Students will develop a new logo to replace the old Indian imagery. This change was due to being racist and demeaning, and many took offense to the logo. The district also urged to remove all Native American imagery from schools and will also implement improvement to the Native American studies in all the schools. Although the chieftain will be banned, but their school will also keep their uh, warrior name. This is a good move and hope educating their students will help the transition. You know, it's it's good that they're trying to, uh, to, uh, to have awareness of racism, but at the same time, you don't want to forget... Um, the history of the Indians, you know, and exactly what, what they actually went through, um, all the, all the years of, of, um, suffering and, and all that. And, and just to get all that erased, I don't know. I feel like they're doing a great job by actually taking away the imagery and, and actually, uh, putting in some curriculum that will teach these kids about, uh, Native Americans. You know, this is a great step to, actually educating our uh, our youth 
But now we'd like to talk about the COVID-19 vaccine. And the first round of vaccines made their rounds to the Valley Healthcare workers on Wednesday. Uh, they're the first ones to be receiving the shot due to being frontline with the coronavirus. A nurse at uh, Children's Hospital was noted to get the vaccine after being on a ventilator and losing her brother and father to COVID-19. Those have been uh, contacted or suspected of being COVID positive will be the first to be administered with the vaccine. That doesn't only mean nurses, doctors, and patients. That includes the cleaning crew, maintenance crew, and everyone who else might be susceptible to the virus. Fresno County has already 7,800 vaccines to give out and hopefully enough to go out to, to give to the frontline workers and patients who are in need of it. Especially after during one of the worst weeks in the pandemic's history, as fatalities are happening at a high rate, causing hysteria by overcrowding ICUs. According to the state, there are only 11 beds in ICU in Fresno County, and yesterday morning there were reports of 0% ICU availability in San Joaquin County region. This has become such a scary sight as we see our state open up the mass fatality program, uh, which is the first time during the pandemic with the death of 142 Californians, Governor Newsom has put in order to buy 5,000 additional body bags. Um, you, you can also find a refrigerated truck lined with bags in front of the Fresno County Coroner's Office, which sits for just in case purposes. So make sure you're doing your part by staying home if you're feeling any symptoms, wash your hands before and coming home. Try to stay six feet uh, uh, distance away from people. Wear a mask when you're in public places. And also stay away from any large group gatherings. But this week I wanted to talk about uh, local artist MC Wicks. He dropped a, his, a new single, Ghetto Love. And I just feel like Wicks just dropping single after single uh, and this is off his newest project, Fly Society. It seems he has a steady dropping, like he's been steady dropping songs throughout this whole pandemic. Uh, I believe he has been missing the stage and rocking in front of, uh, of a crowd. Although he has performed since the pandemic, I believe that this next year will be the year of Wicks. So if you haven't heard uh, the household name yet, uh, make sure you get some time and do some research. Check out this local artist. He has been rocking for a while now and has been dropping some great content. Uh, be on the lookout for more MC Wicks on the podcast. And make sure to follow him on Facebook and Instagram to keep ahead on his next content drop. But now let's talk about Fresno State football who ended the season 3-3. Three and three. Uh, They fall to New Mexico Lobos in a horrific loss, 49-39. to 39. QB Jake Hayner threw 26-43 for 43 with 350 yards. Three touchdowns and one interception, but only hit five of his teammates. Uh, Twelve catches going to number five wide receiver Jalen Cropper for 134 yards and one touchdown. And Ronnie Rivers only had one rush for the game, uh, then was inactive the rest of the game due to an uh, ankle injury. The Lobos defense got to Hayter a lot, uh, a total of eight times where he hit the ground, which later caused a knee injury which he was able to hobble off the field with his own strength. The biggest challenge was their offense, where the Lobos scored 28 unanswered points behind 299 total rushing yards and 495 total yards. This was our season-ending loss, which has put our team sixth in the Mountain West. We look forward to next season, and I hope this pandemic will have passed in time 
for the two uh, for the twenty twenty one season. But now our dogs have signed fourteen new recruits this week, which includes quarterback Jalen Williams out of Lancaster, California, and also hometown talent running back Jordan Hornbeek, who declined Pac twelve offers to come play at Fresno State. And uh, another recruit is uh, QB Jalen Henderson from West Hills, who was also scouted heavily. Now our men's basketball team, who who is 1-0, the men will start their season this weekend versus Fresno Pacific on Saturday, Saturday, December 19th, and the Dons will be playing 12 games on national television starting in January. Uh, in January. Um, they'll be tipping off December 19th after a two-week hiatus from uh, being affected by the coronavirus. Let's hope that the team uh, does not have another uh, slip up with the COVID as this uh, is now their third time restarting uh, their season. And our women's basketball team is second in the Mountain West Conference. They're 3-3. Three and three. Uh, The Dogs were able to, to defeat St. Mary's 90-71 in a slow start, but by second quarter, they ended up outscoring the rest of the game. Then they lost to San Francisco in a nail biter that ended up going to OT where the Dogs lost 93-102. to The Dogs will have another Mountain West matchup this weekend versus Colorado State. Uh, or not this weekend, next week. Uh, so make sure you tune in for more uh, on Lady Dogs. And uh, Fresno Monsters, their record remains 13-2 and 0. The Monsters took the ice at Gateway Ice Center last weekend to take on the San Diego Sabres and was able to defeat them in Game 1, 8-5. Then in Game 2, they almost shut the Sabres out, 11-1. This weekend, they will face off against Anaheim Avalanche for a three-game series starting December 18th through the 20th. Now I'd like to talk about uh, MLB, and the MLB elevates Negro League to uh, Major League. This is a big, a big, uh, a big deal. Uh, Major League Base- Baseball has now announced that the Negro Leagues will now be considered Major League, which for decades was not being treated as such. Uh, this means that record books and league stats are now to be revised. This was a bold and eye-catching move, which should have been considered Major League a long time ago. But now it's better than later, and this decision to make ne- Negro League uh, more prestigious than before makes me believe in the change our society desperately needs. Uh, the, Negro ne- the Negro Leagues developed with some of the best players, and uh, now the- those players will get the credit that that, are, that is due. Um, I think that's a great idea for MLB. They uh, they're actually gonna gonna allow these uh, players uh, to f- to to fulfill their dream of being a major league player. Um, and I think a lot of African-American people felt like they weren't getting the credit that they deserve. Uh, but after this move that MLB is making, they are making it uh, possible for these guys to get the recognition. But now let's talk about the NBA and the NBA preseason that just started. Uh, the NBA started preseason and we have seen some great games throughout the weekend. The most talks have been about first round draft pick LaMelo Ball which has seen some early success. Although, the, although these games can't be counted yet, uh, we see him taking strides and showing signs of great potential. The other talk have been about the Lakers' youngest play, player, Taylor Horton Tucker, who, beca- who became the youngest NBA champion after his first year with the Lakers. He has shown some 
much improvement by leading the Lakers in scoring uh, with 33 points and came away with 10 boards on his last game versus the Clippers. Uh, we start the season next week and we'll also see some great games for Christmas. Um, for opening night matchups, which will be December 22nd, 2020, uh, there'll be two games, Golden State Warriors versus Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Nets and the LA Clippers versus the LA Lakers. And also Giannis Antetokounmpo signs with the Buc- resigns with the Bucks. Giannis is not a su- is is a superstar we we have not seen before, and I respect his decision to stay in Milwaukee to help the franchise win their first championship. Giannis just made him the richest player in NBA history by taking a five year supermax deal that uh, will make him a buck until twenty twenty five. This is after they signed Drew Holiday. And this will allow more time with the chemistry with Chris Middleton. Uh, this Supermax deal is worth $228 million in five years and a total of $256 million if he opts in for the sixth year. Um, there were many suitors for Giannis, which included Lakers, Warriors, and Heat. But to choose Milwaukee shows the loyalty he has. Uh, and also, he wants to be known as one of the greats like Tim Duncan with the Spurs, Kobe Bryant with the Lakers, or uh, Dirk Nowitzki with the Mavericks. Uh, he is a back-to-back MVP and looks like he has NBA uh, finals aspirations. Now let's talk about the NFL. And with the Week 14 review, we had another great week of football under our belts. Last week we saw the Rams dominate on Thursday night football in one of the Patriots' worst losses in franchise history. The Titans roll over the Jags to remain the leader in the AFC South. Buccaneers finally get an easy win that boosted their chances for a wild card spot. The Chiefs and Dolphins battle it out in a great QB matchup that looks to be the future of the league. But Mahomes got the win after playing one of the weirdest games. Uh, The Cardinals got a good win versus the Giants, and they're still treading water in the NFC wild card position. Uh, Dallas backup QB Andy Dalton got a win over his old team in Cincinnati to only keep the them two games behind uh, Washington football team in the NFC East. The Raiders got devoured by the Colts as Tannehill is still torching the Raiders uh, and, as he's keeping the Colts in the playoff picture since the departure of Alex Luck a couple years ago. The Seahawks win an easy game versus the Jets. Packers roll on the Giants and remain first in the NFC playoff picture. Uh, my Falcons lose again at the end to the Chargers and now are eliminated from playoff hopes. Uh, Washington got another win and now leads the NFC East after winning back-to-back games. Eagles QB Jalen Hurts got his first start of his career and got the best of the Saints and backup QB Taysom Hill, giving the Saints their first L since week three versus the Packers. The Bills gave the Steelers their second loss of the season as this matchup could look like an a, a potential AFC playoff matchup. Uh, the Browns lose on Monday night versus the Ravens, but still remain in second in the AFC North Division and still have wildcard wild aspirations. We are now in Week 15, and I would like to start talking about playoff picture. So the 2020 NFL playoff picture right now, uh, it will start with the AFC. Uh, number one would be the Chiefs. The number two team would be the Steelers. And then uh, the number three team would be the Bills. And then the number four team would be the Titans. Uh, which, if if it all went down today, 
the wild card would be the wild card teams would be the Browns, the Colts, and the Dolphins. Uh, and in the NFC, the Packers lead uh, at number one uh, with the same record as the Saints, who are at number two. And then at number three, the Rams. Number four, Washington. And then uh, at um, for the wild card would be the Seahawks, the Buccaneers, and the Cardinals. Um, and with the week 15 matchups on Thursday, uh, Chargers versus Raiders. Then on Sunday, Bills versus Broncos. Panthers versus Packers. Texans versus Colts. Lions versus Titans. Bears versus Vikings. Seahawks versus Washington football team. Patriots versus Dolphins, Jaguars versus Ravens, Buccaneers versus Falcons, 49ers versus Cowboys, Eagles versus Cardinals, Jets versus Rams, Chiefs versus Saints, and Browns versus Giants. And then on Monday, Steelers versus Bengals. But now it's time for Beer of the Week. And this week, I'm uh, drinking Love Hazy IPA uh, from Almanac Beer Company out of Alameda, California. Drink it at 6.1% ABV and is brewed with Sabro, Citra, and Mosaic hops. This beer has Christmas wrapped around the can. I was really intrigued with the can uh, as it looks like an ugly sweater. The front end of this beer is very soft with notes of cantaloupe, uh, melon, mango, a little bit of coconut. And then the back end had a sweet and candy-like uh, taste with a little bitter from the hops, but the ju the juiciness comes from the back end. And I thoroughly enjoyed this beer. And I believe I have drank this beer on the podcast before, but it was not wrapped up in an ugly uh, Christmas sweater. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Almanac Beer, and I will continue to try all of their selections uh, they have to offer. You should also give this beer a try. Uh, I found it at Moreau's Shell. There you can find most of the beers there on the podcast. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for pushing play. This is to another great week, and I hope you guys are staying active on the podcast. Make sure you guys are sharing the podcast. Um, there's a lot going on this week. I also wanted to talk about um, the verses this week. It's gonna On Saturday, it's going to be a two short versus E40. And uh, that's something that I wanted to really tell you guys about and make sure you guys go support. Um, you can you can check out uh, the verses on Instagram. Uh, just go uh, search V-E-R-S-U-Z. Uh, and there you'll be able to, to watch the, the, the two artists compete. I think this is a great, uh, great thing for actually California artists. And I would honestly say local artists just because... Uh, I would almost consider Fresno Northern California uh, just because I would say Bakersfield is Southern California. Um, but I feel like uh, these two artists have really paid uh, their dues throughout, you know, throughout time. Too Short is, is definitely uh, one of my favorite artists and definitely E-40 is one of my favorite artists. So make sure you guys check out that Versus this weekend. Uh, should be a good one. Uh, but... Then again, I also just want to tell you guys, um, make sure you guys are just being safe. Make sure you guys are being concerned, uh, especially right now. Weather's changing. You might be feeling some symptoms of, of uh, runny nose or sore throat. Uh, just make sure you're, you're safe, safer than sorry. Um, I've just been hearing so many different 
stories uh, that people are just getting this COVID-19 left and right at, at this time. And uh, I definitely don't want to be one of those st- statistics. And I hope that you're not one of those st- statistics as well. Uh, but make sure you guys are supporting all your local businesses. Make sure you guys are supporting all your local podcasts and uh, all your local artists. Um, I'm Alejandro Alejandro Oveda, signing off episode 95.